I don't believe this podcast really needs any introduction. Uh, no fancy bells and whistles. It's been a insanely tragic day in the comic book community. Uh, one of our own, Zack Snyder, director of Batman v Superman, the movie 300, among many other things, love him or hate him, his family suffered a huge loss. It's being reported that back in March, his daughter committed suicide. Obviously, that is something no human on this earth deserves to experience. This is something that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy. Zack Snyder and Joss Whedon have been working together now for a few months. They've written a few extra scenes that are going to be shot, uh, I'm assuming, pretty soon. And that will add to the Justice League. You know, really, you know, no, this has nothing to do with the future of the Justice League. We shouldn't even be talking about the Justice League right now, the movie. I shouldn't have even brought that up. In fact, I'm a little ashamed at myself for even doing that. Because at this point, it doesn't even matter if the movie hits theaters. It doesn't matter if it gets canceled. It doesn't matter if it gets postponed. A man, one of the hardest working men in Hollywood, whether you like him, whether you hate his work, no matter what you think about him, just suffered a huge tragedy. And through it all, continue to work on the Justice League movie to make it good for you. I think we finally have enough ammo here to where we can stop slamming Zack Snyder. I'm not saying you have to like his movies, but if you touch him personally, if you attack him personally on the internet, that's just because you're a bag of shit. And that's putting it very lightly. As soon as I heard the news today, I heard it from a couple of friends. I happened to be driving, so I wasn't really near my phone to check. I had a buddy call me and tell me what happened. Right before we almost got off the phone, he's like, hey, Ross, hang on a second. You're not going to believe what comicbook.com just posted. Now, believe you me, when somebody says that, I can take a pretty accurate guess at what it's going to be. Because typically, when somebody passes away, when somebody faces a tragedy, comicbook.com uses that tragedy in their headlines as clickbait to send traffic to their ad-filled website to make money. In turn, they are making money off tragedy. They are making a ton of money off tragedy, may I add. Actually, just completely scratch that last line because it doesn't matter how much money they've made off of it. And it's honestly none of our business how much money they've made off of it. But if you follow me on Twitter, you know in the past that I've called these people out. Comicbook.com, all the other ones. I call them out when they use tragedy to get clicks, to get people to go to their website. Because that is not journalistic integrity. And for a site that considers himself a journalist, you're supposed to have a little bit of integrity. And granted, I'm not just talking about comicbook.com. Even the major news sources are doing it. MSN, NBC, CNN, they're all doing it nowadays because that's how you're making your money. But that doesn't make it right. And especially in a case like this. As soon as I heard about the news today, I got some snapshots 
of what was said from comicbook.com. This is their Facebook post. Breaking. Director Zack Snyder has announced his leave from Justice League movie. Details inside. That was on Facebook. On Twitter. Breaking. Avengers director Joss Whedon is replacing Zack Snyder at Justice League movie. Are, are you kidding me? You're making this out to sound. This headline was initially written to make it look like Zack Snyder was ousted for Joss Whedon. Completely overlooking the tragedy that the Snyder family has been facing for the past two months since the unfortunate passing of their daughter. This was my final straw. For those of you who don't know, James Viscardi, he's the executive editor at comicbook.com. He's the host of Let's Talk Comic Podcast, and he used to do some PR for Marvel. I've had a couple of emails back and forth with him in the past. I'm going to keep those private. They really don't have anything to do with this. But from what I've always talked to him, I've always been able to tell that James is a nice guy. He is a human being, and he has a good heart. But with that said, I can't take this anymore. I went after James a little bit on Twitter. Here's what I said, and I I included in the tweet, I included the two snapshots. I said, is this what your site has come to, Jim? Using tragedy for for traffic on comicbook.com? It's disgusting and shameful, which it is. I continued in a follow-up tweet. You have the power and the audience to make a difference in this giant, passionate community. I don't need to tell you what comes with great power. In the last follow-up, I said, Be what this community needs, not what the bank account needs. It's time for you and your staff to treat this responsibility with respect. I stand by those words. A lot of other people do not. As I can tell by just the replies that I have gotten. Here's the first one I got, and I got it within just seconds of tweeting. This reaction is the result of people who would rather read a headline rather than read an article. Well, listen here, dipshit. It's not about the actual article. Yeah, I read the article. They told the facts. Big whoop. We're not talking about that. We're talking about how they get people to read the article. They are using death. They are using tragedy. They are using a family's worst nightmare. The worst thing, one of the worst things that could happen to a family, they are using that to get people to go and click on their websites so they can click on the hundred freaking pop-up ads that come up. It has nothing to do with the article. The second reply that I got, again, within seconds. What do you know about tragedy? Why should you even have a voice on this situation? Well, do you want to know what I know about tragedy? Something that I haven't hardly told anybody in my life. There's maybe two or three people that know. I had cancer. Luckily, it was only thyroid cancer. And luckily, they got most of it out. Unfortunately, it came back a little bit. And now my metabolism is shot for life. And I'm going to be probably overweight unless I eat nothing but tomatoes and grapes for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, also because of that, I'll never know what it's like to have children. Among many other things. So do I know about tragedy? Compared to what the Snyder family is going through, I do. You're right. I know absolutely nothing. I got very lucky. They did not. 
This is not about me. Do not make this about me. This is about journalistic integrity. It's not about Ross Dillon. It's not about all these people with 38 followers who all of a sudden think they are journalists. GraniteComicBook.com would probably hire them. But it's not about us. This is about the Snyder family. This is about showing a little respect. Put yourself in their shoes. This is a man that gets slammed constantly. Articles, news are made up about him and his work for the past, oh, ever since they started shooting Justice League. Especially in the past two months, they've been running pretty rampant. Meanwhile, all this time, he's been working his butt off to put out an excellent movie for you, all while in the back of his head knowing his daughter had took her own life. I'm not saying that you have to like Zack Snyder's movies, because there are a few of them that I'm not even I care for. But if you come out and criticize this man for Justice League now, let's say it. You're a piece of shit. You are just one giant dried up piece of shit. It's like they took a giant litter box, emptied all the sand out of it, and all that remained was you. This podcast is mostly going to be about journalistic integrity. Because there's not a better time to talk about it. I know what you're probably asking, especially all the haters. Oh, Ross, what what could you possibly know about journalism? You're just a Twitter personality with a funny Aquaman picture. You post funny pictures. What could you know about journalism? Well, for one, I have a degree in broadcast journalism. And it happens to come from one of the top five most prestigious broadcasting journalism schools in the United States. Oh, also... How could I forget this? My dad ran over 20 TV stations growing up. I moved around from state to state as he ran different TV stations. Successfully, I may add. I've seen good journalists. I've seen terrible journalists. I've seen it all. I have been around journalism my entire life. And I'm truly, truly sad to say that the state of journalism today is just god-awful. And I don't need to tell you that Anybody with eyes, anybody that has a TV, anybody that ever gets on the internet can look and tell you that. It's disgusting the way journalism has become. But this podcast is about the comic book community, the entertainment community, whatever you want to call it. We're not here to talk about CNN reporting about Benghazi or anything. It it doesn't even matter. Scratch that. Forget all about that. Let's talk about journalism in the comic book community. We've been going about this all wrong. We're slamming them. We're showing them negativity, and that is no longer the way to go. In fact, it probably was never the way to go. I'm incredibly guilty of doing this. When I see someone use tragedy, uh, a, a mishap in somebody else's life, to get clicks because those clicks turn into advertising dollars so even today as I called comicbook.com's chief editor out something that uh, I probably should have been a little nicer about because anger 
doesn't ever get us anywhere. And I think that speaks to most areas of life. The thing with comicbook.com, they have a massive audience. They have, I can only what imagine, probably upwards of four to five million followers on Facebook. Twitter, probably 100,000. Uh, I don't know what they have on their other one because I have been blocked by it because uh, I think I called them out for plagiarism one time. Besides the point. Four to five million people. Let's just stick with that. Forget Twitter. Let's talk Facebook. Four to five million people. A lot of those people are sharing your articles They're reading them, commenting, interacting, engaging. But what are they engaging with? They're not engaging with journalism. Because believe me, if you've read the articles on some of these sites, it honestly looks like a fourth grader wrote them. And listen, I'm not saying that to be mean, or and I'm definitely not over-exaggerating. That is exactly how it comes across. You're making a killing off these advertisements. The least you could do is put your quote-unquote journalist through some training. Hire a journalist out of school. You have more reach through your audience than some of these bigger networks. The ones that have been around forever. Some that are actually based out of Los Angeles. Which, by the way, comicbook.com is based about uh, 20 minutes from me. I've never seen their office, but I know exactly where it is. And I'm in Nashville, by the way. When you have that big of a following, when you have that many people that look at every piece that you put out, every picture that you make public, you have a responsibility at that point. Your responsibility is no longer to make money because that will happen. If you're reporting true journalistic facts, getting to the bottom of stories, being compelling, writing compelling stories that are not biased, people are going to go read them. You're going to make your money. And as you can tell by reading the comment section, where people will go and copy and paste your entire article and post it in the comment section just to save other people from having to go to your site so they don't get filled with spam and ads and, yes, even sometimes viruses. I mean, how many free iPhone gifts can you win in one day on your site? Yes, I understand. If people are that dumb to click on those links then you deserve the money you get from that advertisement. But back to my original point here. I think it's time that we all take a different approach to trying to end this clickbait within our comic book community, within any community, because it has to come to an end. I think the approach we need to take is kindness. And believe me, I understand how weird that sounds after everything I just said in the past 15 minutes. But I truly believe that's the way to go. Listen, every single person does things. 
has done things and will do things that when we would look in the mirror, we would see a different person. We would see a person that we didn't recognize, that we didn't like. We've all been there. In fact, we're probably there on a daily basis. At least I know I am. One of the hardest things in today's society, especially with the internet, because the internet fights this to the complete opposite, one of the hardest things to do is believe that there is still good in people. Listen, I, I don't know a lot of these people, a lot of the editors of the clickbait sites. I don't know them personally. But I still want to believe that there is some kind of good humanity left in them. So let's fight for that. Find out who these editors are. Find the journalist that are writing these articles. Find the people who are making these clickbait headlines to take advantage of a tragic situation and write them and ask them the same thing I'm going to ask you, the same thing that I am definitely, more than anything else, asking myself right now. Will you please, please, do the right thing? Look into your heart. Look into the person you want to be. Look at your children. What you're doing right now, is that something that you would tell your children to do when they grow up? Would you tell your children, hey, it's okay to be a little misleading as long as you're making money off of it. It's okay to trick people to click on this because you'll get a hefty paycheck out of it. Now listen, I could be completely wrong. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that 99% of the time, I'm an extreme optimist towards every movie, towards every comic book. I love it all. The world needs these movies right now more than ever. But we also need sites like comicbook.com and the rest of them. We need them to step up and be leaders in the community. It is a huge responsibility to have so many people look to you as an escape from the ruins of the everyday life. Look around the world. Things aren't going so swell. It doesn't matter what political party you were in. Things aren't going well. People look at you for an escape. Give them something to escape to. Give them something that when they're having a bad day, they know they can go to comicbook.com and say, look at all this, look at all this awesome stuff that is going on. All these wonderful movies that are coming out. 
or when they log into Facebook and they see a comicbook.com post come up and they get excited. They say, look at this. Look at this headline. Wonder Woman receiving awesome reviews or whatever it may be. Don't bullshit them. This is a huge responsibility. And again, I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to everybody else. We have to start leading by example. If you look around the world right now, hatred gets you absolutely nowhere. Anger will very, very rarely get you anywhere good. So maybe we start fighting this with kindness. Maybe we start looking for the best in humanity. Whether you believe it or not, because even sometimes I doubt it, every single human being has a heart. And every single human being wants to do the right thing. Let's focus on that. Let's aim for that. Instead of trolling everyone or calling them out in the comments, let's write to them. Let's pull the goodness out of their heart. Because it's times like these that we need it. It's times like this when there is tragedy, when somebody like Zack Snyder and his wonderful, amazing, talented wife, when they lose a child Our community leaders, comicbook.com, comicbookmovie.com, Heroic Hollywood, Screen Rant, whatever it may be. That needs to be our job to be there to show them support. That to show them no matter what happens with what they were working on. No matter if the Justice League movie never sees the light of day. No matter if it turns out to be a huge pile of shit. That no matter what... Our community will be there for you, through thick and thin, no matter what we think of your work. We know that you're doing this for us. You're not out there making these movies for you. You're bringing our childhood to life. You are bringing our heroes to life. You are bringing our role models to life. And yeah, sure, not all of us may agree that it's been being done right, but it's being done. You were the man that did it, and you have our support for that. Through thick, through thin, and especially through tragedy. And you have already changed so many lives. And it's up for our leaders. It's up for the people who have the voice in the community. That's their job to start that. Yes, we can all individually do it too. But when you have the reach of four to five million people on Facebook, probably more, treat that power with respect. One of the most famous lines in the history of comic book movies probably even movies in general. With great power comes great responsibility.